0: You have been told to take pills, think happy thoughts all day, avoid certain foods, and drink that celery juice concoction to heal. All these tools and solutions to hopefully get your life and health back, but I can guarantee that you most likely have never been told that you need to develop a particular skill if you want to heal. That's right, I said skill, not pill, and without this skill, you will simply not heal. In fact, if you don't learn this skill, all the problems you have in your life will never go away. Want to know what this skill is? Grab a comfy chair and your earbuds. You're about to find out. Are you ready to stop the overwhelm and frustration and instead simplify your healing? I'm Jenny Peterson, a mind-body coach who helps those with chronic illness and pain get back their life and health using their subconscious mind. If you're serious about getting back your life and health, it's time to put focus on the one area that will help you get there the subconscious mind. Join me each episode for candid conversations about simplifying your healing, success stories of those that I have worked with, and the how to's of healing by accessing your subconscious mind. Welcome, my friends, to the 11th episode of the Simplify Your Healing podcast. Today, I will be covering a very important skill that you must learn in order to heal. When I say must, I mean that if you don't learn and apply this skill, your life and health will never change. You may be thinking, what on earth could be so important for me to heal that I haven't heard of yet? Well, you probably heard of this skill, but it probably never crossed your mind that it's essential to your healing. So if a glass of water is sitting in front of two people, how they see it, either half full or empty, is based off of what? Their perception. Yes, my friends, this skill that you must learn to heal is perception. The most important aspect of creating change in your life and health is understanding how we have quote-unquote problems. All problems, including health issues, stem from perception now you may be wondering what does perception have to do with my healing we're going to get into that but let's start with a couple things here first besides your awareness perception is the one skill that will not only resolve your current health situation but it will also prevent more issues in the future so let's first start with what is perception Now, the definition of perception is the way of regarding, understanding, or interpreting something, a mental impression. Now, the way you perceive something will depend on all the resources you have within your subconscious. When something happens, your brain says, we got a file for that. When someone says something to you or you feel a certain way, there is a program that you have that tells you how to respond. Two people could experience the same event in the same way, with the same details, and one may feel stressed by it, while the other is not. What is the difference? The subconscious holds the different references, which means that each of those people is looking at the same event through different lens. If your subconscious contains evidence in the form of memories, not conscious, but subconscious, that prove big dogs are dangerous then when you encounter a big dog, it will prompt your brain to trigger the stress response in your body. If you don't have that reference, your subconscious will have no evidence that big dogs are dangerous and will not experience the stress. The truth is that perception is not reality. Just because you think something is real doesn't make it real. Now here is the definition of reality the world or the state of things as they actually exist. Existence that is absolute, self-sufficient or objective, and not subject to human decisions or conventions. So perception is not reality, but admittedly perception can become a person's reality. There is a difference, because perception has a potent influence on how we look at reality. Each of us has a different way of giving meaning to our experiences even though we all experience the world through the same five senses, what will determine our perception of the environment and the resultant emotion towards a, an event, tragic or not, just an event in itself, will reside within the depth of our subconscious mind, which contains our life story, imprints, and memories from the past, decisions we've made, values that we have adopted, traditions, religions upbringing and ancestors it's all in there all that stuff is in there and it's influencing how you perceive everything that's happening around you so what do perceptions have to do with your health let's go back to what causes our health imbalances to begin with this i've talked about in previous episodes but as a reminder it is stress right? When we think about stress, we often think about the daily stress in our lives, the kids, the work, the money, etc. But this kind of stress really isn't the root of all the stress. The real stress is the perceptions that you're holding from previous events or the triggers that are happening in your life today. These perceptions are what put you into the conflict phase, the phase that activates the stress response in your body. The way that your brain perceives the event will ultimately cause a biological response in your body. Although it may seem that people, circumstances, and events outside of yourself are causing the stress, the truth is stress is caused by your perception, not the triggers. No one or anything can make you feel a certain way. You are the only one that can do that. So if you want to feel different, you need to change the way you perceive what life hands you and what you are surrounded with. Our perception is ultimately the root cause to health conditions. Your body is responding to your perception of reality, not reality itself. Diseases are not triggered by circumstances, but by ways of perception. Our thoughts, brain, and body do not operate independently. The synchronicity between the three is the key to understanding this approach to healing. So here are three examples of how your perception creates specific biological responses in your body using German New Medicine. So let's say you say, this stinks. This could be a situation that actually, you know, the situation stinks or an actual smell of, oh, that stinks. Either way, this is what we call a stink conflict. And a stink conflict is going to go to that area of the body that represents stink You're going to get a stuffy nose, okay? So the biological conflict that comes from thinking, your perception of this stinks is now going to show up in your body as a stuffy nose. Here's another example. I never feel like I can catch up or get things done on time. You feel like you're missing the boat all the time. This can come from those that have a competitive job, are high achievers, entrepreneurs, Athletes, moms always on the go. These are the people that are saying, I just feel like I never get enough time to do anything. I feel behind, like I can never catch up. I'm missing the boat. Or maybe they, you know, missed that opportunity to reach a certain goal at the end of the month to get a raise, or or an athlete that missed an opportunity. You know, they were too slow, so they missed an opportunity for you know reaching a certain goal that they wanted. So you could either feel this way all the time or if you had an experience where you felt this way and really didn't resolve it on a subconscious level, on a psyche level, and you're still feeling in your mind that you're too slow or that you're behind, this is what we call a too slow conflict where a lot of people that have this conflict will talk about never having enough time, that they feel like they're just behind. Uh, and what this does on a biological level is it affects our thyroid and the thyroid is our metabolizer therefore it's related to a speed conflict feeling like you can't catch it like you're missing the boat you're too slow where your body goes okay i'm going to compensate for that i'm going to absorb that stress and instead we're going to rev things up or slow things down depending on how we're feeling in accordance to time our thyroid is our metabolizer and therefore, when an issue is related to how we feel with speed, it's going to help compensate for that. Let's go to another one. I'm not good enough. I'm unable to perform. I'm ugly. I didn't do a good job. I can't do that. Uh, I'm limited for you know my ability to do something. These are all common conflicts. One of the most common conflicts that I see As a society, what we're taught about looking at ourselves and comparison to other people, this conflict, which is known as a self-devaluation conflict, is super popular among those with chronic conditions. And it will go to the biological conflict of of, uh, the self-devaluation conflict. The biological connection to this is muscles, the blood vessels, the tissues of the body, and the bones. If you think about these areas of the body, the muscles, the blood vessels, the, t- the the bones and the lymph, what I just mentioned, these are the areas that support us. They are the structure. So when we don't feel good enough, our body is trying to compensate for this feeling that we have a feeling stronger, or it's it's breaking down because it's going to that structural area of our body, this support system. When we don't feel Strong enough and good enough, our body's going to try and compensate for that in the areas of the body that are our structure, our strength, keeping us standing tall and confident. So, as you can see, these perceptions these perceptions of I'm not good enough, I'm unable to perform, I'm ugly, I can never feel like I've ever catch up or get things done on time, I feel like I'm missing the boat, never get any traction, or this stinks these are all perceptions. That are directly, these perceptions of these situations are directly related to areas of our body that, in some way, metaphorically offer the support, the opposite of what we perceive that situation. This is our body's way of taking the hit, giving us what we need in order to adapt and continue functioning. And if you really think about it, we have an amazing body that really is just doing its job of keeping us alive. We're thinking this way, and, in, and because we aren't resolving thinking this way, the body is compensating for that just to keep us alive. So how do you change your perception? How, how do you build the skill of perception? What it all comes down to is this. You are the CIO of your life, the chief interpretation officer. Your life, in fact, all of your experiences are meaningless in and of themselves. They happen each and every day they keep on happening. But here is the kicker. Each one carries only the meaning that you give it. And to personally grow and heal, you must become skillful at breaking out of autopilot, uncovering old patterns and seeing experiences, good or bad, for the opportunity each one holds. But to increase your perception skill, you must first build the awareness muscle. And without the awareness, you will see your perception as truth and the only truth. You will operate on autopilot, ultimately keeping those old stress patterns alive. So you have to make what is unconscious conscious if you want to heal and change old patterns. This is why I suggest that you follow my five-day awareness challenge. That challenge helps build your awareness muscle, which will support the skill of changing your perception you really can't develop your perception skill without the awareness skill. And just uh, just an FYI, the awareness challenge can be found in the Healing Lab by membership for those who want to heal using your subconscious mind. And I will have a link for that in the show notes. But once you build that awareness muscle, you can start building your perception muscle. One of the tools that I use for building your perception skill is called the CTFAR model. The CTFAR model was created by Master Coach Brooke Costello, and it's C-T-F-A-R. And the model is based on the following. You can't control the world, including people. Nothing outside of you can make you feel a certain way. Your thoughts about circumstances determine how you feel, not the circumstances themselves. You will always attract what you think about. Your feelings cause your actions and inactions. And the results in your life will show you what your beliefs are. And you can feel better right now without anything changing. Let's go through what each of these letters stands for. Like I mentioned, it's C-T-F-A-R, C-T-F-A-R. And it stands for C, meaning circumstance, is something that happens in the world. So it's just a circumstance, a situation that's happening. That's what you're going to be, you know, that's at the top. Then you have T for thought. Thought is a sentence in your head, which is basically your perception. So you have this situation. And as soon as you see that situation, a thought comes in. That thought is going to be ultimately your perception. Then we have F. F is for feeling. Feeling is a vibration in your body caused by your thoughts. Then we have A. A is for action or inaction is what you do or you don't do which is caused by your thoughts. And R is results, is what happens as the effect of your actions or inactions. So if you take a look at this model, the CTFAR starts at the top, and it really, your, your problem is listed at the top as your circumstance, and R at the bottom results. If you don't like the results you're getting from that situation, you need to change your thoughts about this situation, which will change your feeling and your action. So if you write this down, C-T-F-A-R, and write down what they mean, you will be able to shift any problem, any problem, whether it be health, finances, career, relationship, whatever it is, in your life by using this model. So here is how you would use it for, with an example that I have. So step one is where you determine your problem The circumstance basically that bothers you and you write it in one sentence. So for an example, we've got one here. My friend told me that I will have this condition forever and it really made me angry. All right. So that's your circumstance. Step two is now you're going to use the CTFAR model to break down the circumstance. Here's an example how you would do that. C, which stands for circumstance, is my friend told me that I will have this condition forever. My thought when my friend told me that is my friend is so mean and inconsiderate that is my perception from that perception the feeling that came with it was feeling angry and then based off of feeling angry the action is i give my friend the cold shoulder and i skip doing my healing work for the day because i just completely just feel awful now that she said that now the result at the end is based off of my thought that originally started my feelings that i felt from that thought And then the action I had based off of how I felt. So the result is, I'm not motivated to heal today. I'm not even motivated or even thinking that I can heal anymore. So that is the the way that we could break down a situation that bothered you, that was on your mind. Now, if you think this way, I'm not motivated to heal, I'm just not going to heal anymore, brings you back into the conflict phase is going to cause some type of biological conflict within the body. And in this sense, with just this example we are seeing, we are keeping ourselves sick by the way that we are feeling because this is a stress response we're sending to our body. I want you to keep in mind uh, a couple things about the CTFAR model. The C, which is that circumstance, must be completely neutral. You don't want to put a thought into that line. No thought belongs there. It's just the actual situation. Then under T for thought, a thought is a sentence in your head. It's your perception. Thoughts are always optional. You get to decide what you think, and you have the option of thinking something that feels terrible or thinking something that feels great. F is feeling, and it must be one word, one emotion. And A is action, what you do or what you don't do. R is that result. The result is the effect that you create in your life by your thinking. The R line always ties into the T line, the thought line. It's the result for you, not for someone else. So I love using this as a way of having someone say, this is my problem. How can I get over this? Or this is a problem in my life. I just don't know what to do about it. Okay, well, that problem is the situation, that circumstance up on the top. And let's break it down. And if you want to change the way that you're feeling about this, the result of this problem in your life, you have to change your thinking around it. So using the example that I just gave you about the friend saying that they're never going to get well, if you have a different thought in the T-line, you'll get a total different result despite having the same situation, the same circumstance. So if you wanted a different result from the situation, you would look at what you wrote down and create a new model with a shift in perception. So a new model would be the circumstance is the same. My friend told me that I will have this condition forever and it made me feel angry. So my thought now here, instead of the old way of thinking, is now I know my friend cares, but she really doesn't have the understanding of my situation like I do, and that is okay. So that's a new way of thinking. Now, based off of that thinking, I still feel empowered. This is the F, feeling empowered. Empowered because I know that she does care, but she doesn't have that understand uh, the understanding of the situation that I do. That's okay. But I understand my situation. I understand why I am in the situation that I am, and I'm empowered because I can change that. Now, the action based off of feeling empowered and that thought is I did my daily healing work for the day, whatever that is. You know, if you're doing, uh, if you're in my program, the Mind Body Rewire, or if you're in the Healing Lab, there's always something that you can be doing on a daily basis to help with your healing. And then the results are, is I ended the day feeling great. Now, the result with this one is completely different because of the thought that was put in in place of the old one. So this is how you can change the way that you feel. This is how when people come to me, our students in the program, when they're feeling a certain way, we're going to go, okay, you feel this way. Tell me what was the thought before that and what was the situation that brought on that thought? Do you want to feel differently? How do you feel differently? How are we going to do that by shifting the way that you're thinking based off of this circumstance? So ultimately, it puts the power back into your hands of how you want to feel, and based off of how you feel is based off of your perception and your thoughts, which is going to create a biological response in your body. You get to decide, am I going to think differently so I can heal today, or am I going to think the same old way with those old patterns and continue creating a stress response in my body? Now, to find a new thought, I like to think about whether anyone else in the world could possibly think a different thought given the circumstance. And based off of that, I mean, the answer is always yes, which shows me that I created that thought myself. If it's causing a negative feeling, I can then decide if I want to keep that thought or not. I also like to take into consideration that everyone has their own programs and the way they respond to situations that involve me reflect that. I can't change their programs, but I can change mine. And when you do your own CTFAR models, You simply bring awareness and attention to how you're the cause of all your problems. Your brain is wired to think a certain way, and when you become aware of this, you will see that you can take responsibility for and solve your own problems. The goal is not to always feel good, but to know that it's you who is causing your emotions. It's knowing that it's your choice to think and feel whatever you want that gives you power. It's having your own back and taking responsibility. I want to give you another example of using the CTFAR model. A a circumstance would be my friend did not show up on time. The T, she does not respect me. F, feeling is feeling rejected. A for action is act passive, aggressive, make snide comments, don't show up as a loving friend. And the result of that is I don't respect her as a friend. I'm not a good friend and I don't respect myself. Using the CT Farm model with my friend didn't show up on time and the thought that I had around her not showing up on time influenced everything past that. So let's use a new model example to switch the way we feel about it. Now, my friend didn't show up on time is the same situation, but the thought is she must have been busy, so I'm not going to take it personally. F is that feeling. Now, that makes me feel relaxed by just thinking she must have been busy. I'm not going to take it personally Now, the action of this, I act kind and understanding. I'm present during our lunch together and show up as a loving friend. And the result is no negativity. And I am loving. So as we can see here again with this example, no matter what the circumstance is, we can break it down. And if we don't like the feeling from that circumstance, we can change it and we change the response in our body. So as a way to prevent conflicts from happening within your mind and having them manifest into your physical health issues. I recommend that you use the CTFAR model on anything that is on your mind or that bothers you from the day before going to bed. Because you don't want to go to bed with the conflict on your mind. You want to be able to go to bed that there be nothing on your mind that is going to cause a stress response or keep that stress response on. And I provide a daily reflection journal and the CTFAR model information in the healing lab that can help you with this. You want to take action on a daily basis to see how you can apply the CTFAR method on a daily basis. And ultimately, when you keep doing that, once you increase your awareness and perception skills, you will find that you don't have anything to write about at the end of your day because the old triggers that you used to have are no longer there. Before you react in those old patterns, you stop and realize you have a choice to shift how you think about it and react a different way in that moment. And by doing this, you are consciously choosing to heal your body because without that old response, you are no longer sending a stress signal to your body. So, am I telling you that if you just shift your perception on everything, that all your health issues will go away? Yes, in fact, I am. But even though this may sound easy, putting it into action takes time. And it isn't easy work. It takes persistence. You are literally doing brain surgery with this kind of work. Shifting the way you think about past events and your current situation is, is the recipe for changing your health and life. This is why I love this work so much. There's nothing outside of you that you need to heal, just a shift in perception. The meaning that you give to all your experiences will show up in your body. A healthy mind equals a healthy body and vice versa for an unhealthy mind. Whether we are consciously aware of it or not, there's a physical reaction to what the mind holds and perceives. Our bodies are continually reacting to thoughts and memories. And the body's reaction isn't the cause of your problems, but rather it is the expression of your perceptions. On a final note, before learning how to shift your perception, you think the world is punching you in the face. After applying it, you realize you're the one punching yourself in the face. And the more you shift your perception, you stop punching yourself in the face. You have total freedom in what you think and believe and can create the results you want. When you learn how to shift your perception, there is so much that you will gain. It brings awareness to your thinking. You'll be able to solve your own problems no matter what they are. You'll learn how to think more deliberately. You'll learn how to accomplish new and different things in the future and how to manifest them easily. You'll learn how to process negative emotions without obsessing and spinning out. You'll learn how to tell a different story about your past. You'll learn how to create positive emotions. But most of all, your body will no longer have to take the hit for the stress and it will naturally go into the healing phase. Shifting your perceptions of events from the past and your current triggers will start the healing phase for the current health issues you have today and ultimately help maintain good health moving forward. If you enjoy this episode, please screenshot the show today and tag me on your Instagram stories. If you like what you heard today and want to continue learning how to keep healing simple by focusing on your mind, then please subscribe to this podcast. Thanks for listening and I look forward to bringing you more information to simplify your healing in the next episode.